it, please believe it So I'ma spit lyrics up, keep it bulimic And I'ma always be me, I keep it a hundred, I mean it Adversity reveals genius, prosperity conceals it Please believe it, so I'ma spit lyrics up, keep it bulimic And I'ma always be me, I keep it a hundred, I mean it Hey y'all Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. I'm your host, Terry Glenn Harris, and I'm excited that you have decided to join me again for another episode. I am excited. I am thankful. I am grateful that you have chosen me to continue to tune in and listen to the things that I have to say. I'm grateful for each and every one of you who have been sending me emails all of my um, accountability buddies out there. Hey, that other email is coming your way soon. And I thank you for even reaching out to me to be your um, accountability buddy. So I want to get right into it as I usually like to do. And this episode is entitled Don't Break the contract. And we're going to talk about taking care of ourselves, taking care of our mental health, our physical health, our spiritual health, our financial health. It is important that we take care of ourselves so that we can then take care of the people whom look to us, the people we are responsible for, and the people we are responsible to. Um, so I'm going to just get right into it. Attention, gentlemen, and the ladies who love us. The time has come where we need to begin taking care of ourselves. See, because as men, we have a responsibility to ensure those people who live under our roofs are taken care of. Now, that is not to take anything away from the women in the household or to take anything away from those women who are the heads of their households. I promise you I am in no form or fashion trying to take away from you ladies. I know the importance of a woman on this earth. If it weren't for women, there would be no men roaming this earth because women are the givers of life. Women are the ones who keep this thing going. So I promise you, I am trying to take nothing away from you. But we all know women, y'all take care of yourselves. If you cough, (coughs) you go to the doctor, okay? If you have a headache, you take medicine. But some of us guys, we don't. We don't do that. Uh, So that's what I'll, you know, that's what I'm trying to talk about in this episode. Um, So this episode is more tailored to the men, but I don't want you ladies who are listening to log off because let's be honest we need you we need our wives we need our fiancés we need our daughters we need our sisters we need our friends we need all of you so um because as male as the male lead figure in the home we have a responsibility we have a responsibility to make sure We all eat. We have a responsibility to make sure we are all educated. We have a responsibility to make sure we the entertainment is right. All right. We have a responsibility to make sure each and every person whom we are responsible for knows how people outside of the home are to treat you. Dads have a responsibility to make sure their daughters 
know how a male is supposed to treat you outside of the household. They have a responsibility to make sure their sons know how people are supposed to treat them outside of the house. They have a responsibility to make sure their spouse, their significant um, other, their life partner knows how people are supposed to treat them when they leave the house. And they have a responsibility to make sure those same people know that sometimes you have to teach people how to treat you outside of the house and to make sure those we love are provided adequate protection. But gentlemen, we can't take care of our families if we aren't taking care of ourselves first. And if I'm being completely honest, which I like to be, many of us are taking better care of our cars than we are of ourselves. When we're driving down the road in the car, we've just gotten washed for probably the third time this week, and we hear doom, doom, doom. You know that sound when I ain't got the seatbelt on, or you know, when 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 there's an issue. Um, when we hear that, those three dings, the first thing we do is we look at the dashboard with concerned eyes about what is happening. And we work diligently to correct the problem as soon as possible. And if that means getting that car into the repair shop, we're on the phone scheduling an appointment before the light has even had the chance to change colors. Because we love our cars. But we can't love our cars more than we love ourselves. And it seems like when our bodies go ding, 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 we delay getting the proper care for ourselves. Now, I'm not, I'm not coming at all of us. This is, this is for some of us, but all of us have at one point in time been there. And when you begin to feel outside of yourselves, it's time to call your primary care physician. When you begin to experience headaches that last for days or headaches that go away and then come back the next day and then go away and then come back the next day, it's time to call the neurologist. When you begin to feel pain or just not right in your below the belt area, it's time to call that urologist. When your heart begins to beat a little faster or a little slower, than normal, or you begin to feel tension or tightness in your chest, it might be love, but it's time to call the cardiologist just to make sure. Because again, we can't take care of the ones we love, the ones we have entered into a contract with if we aren't taking care of ourselves first. And more importantly, we can't leave, or, or I'm sorry, not that we can't leave. More importantly, we leave them vulnerable if we aren't here to take care of them. All right, so taking care of ourselves first allows us to be able to take care of the people that we love. And it is important that we uphold our part of the contract because we have entered into a contract. So the other day I was, I woke up with a headache and I get headaches 
if I don't wear my glasses and then stare at the computer for too long. Um, I get headaches if I don't wear my glasses and then I watch television for too long or look at my phone for too long. These headaches kind of just come. But this particular day, I was also experiencing a prolonged nosebleed on top of the headache. Then later that night when I'd gone to sleep, I waken up or I'd been, been awakened by the sound of a thump and when I opened my eyes to kind of look around and see what's going on, I noticed that my entire left arm was on, on the side of my bed and it had landed on top of one of my children's toys. And I realized when I tried to move it, that it was completely paralyzed from the shoulder down. And of course I began to freak out. Okay. Mentally. But I didn't panic outwardly, one, because my wife was asleep with my infant on her chest after a long, fussy night, uh, and I, I didn't want to cause panic there, and two, because I'm just a calm person 99% of the time. There's not much that freaks me out, and I know you're probably like, wait, your arm was completely paralyzed. I'd have been screaming, and I'd have been like, yo, babe, wake up. I would have done that maybe if my son wasn't laying on top of her. Um, but for those of you who have uh, newborns or infants, and you know, once you get them to sleep, you're like, listen, I'm going to just go on and endure this real fast. Um, and then I'll, I'll tell my wife about it when she wakes up tomorrow, which is uh, what I did. But um, on my father's side of the family, there is a history of brain aneurysm. So with all that which had occurred, I made a judgment call to contact my primary care physician, me. I, I made the call. Not my wife, not my children, not my mother, but me. But I made that call with all of them in mind. I made that call with the contract I entered into with them in mind. And I couldn't bring myself to be so irresponsible and not be seen by a medical professional. And that call ended up landing me in the emergency room. I did a telehealth or a telemedicine or whatever they're calling it right now during the times of COVID. And the doctor saw me and she said, you know, you look fine. Um, I, I did gain the mobility of my left arm again. Thank God I I'm, I'm using it. It's, it's all good. But she looked at me and she said, you know, you look fine. You're speaking fine. Your neurological symptoms all look fine, but she wanted to still send me to the emergency room just to be checked out because telemedicine, you can't take a blood pressure, things of that nature. So I ended up going to the emergency room and as I'm driving to the emergency room, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, man. It, it, it is five o'clock in the evening. I'm just now going to the emergency room. I'm fitting to be in here all night long. And I was dreading it. But I got to the emergency room. I told them what was going on. I informed them that I was sent here by my primary care physician. And they got me to the back pretty, pretty fast. Uh, they got me to the back. They triaged me. The lady came in. She asked me what was going on. 
Um, I told her the same thing that I told my physician and then that I told the lady who was at the check-in desk. And, um, you know, she basically, you know, gave me, uh, took my blood pressure. Blood pressure was good. And then she scheduled me to have some blood work done. Guy came in, you know, took the blood, left the IV in because I was then going to have to get a CT, um, AKA CAT scan. So, you know, things were happening pretty fast and I was pretty impressed and I was also pretty happy because I wanted to get back to my family. I wanted to get home. I wanted to eat. My wife had made some delicious baked ziti and that's all I could think about as I lay in the bed in the emergency room. Um, got the CT done with contrast, without contrast. They took a good look at my brain to make sure everything was good there. They did some blood tests on me and praise God, everything came out normal. Everything came out with me having a clean bill of health. Those three things happening all at once was just by the grace of God, a coincidence. But the, my point is I listened to my body. I listened to what it was telling me. I listened to the dings. I listened to the fact that something was going on. And even though when I went in the hospital, they told me I was fine. Those things were just a coincidence. Um, I, I made sure I took care of myself. Now, while in triage, I overheard the doctors running to tend to an emergency in the very next bay. Like, you know, when they close the curtain in the ER, because there's no private rooms there. They just close the curtain and it's a curtain and you're in the curtain and then someone is right next to you in the curtain. So I heard them running over there. And it was because a woman had overdosed. And when she came in, I had heard the paramedics telling the doctors that she was non-responsive. And there was also an apparent language barrier between the woman's husband and the medical professionals who were caring for her. And this husband, as they took his wife in and began to work on her, um, you could see that, you know, I could see out of the curtain, he was pacing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he paced back and forth for, uh, it had to be about 10 minutes that his wife was being worked on and having some tests done. And it was 10 minutes to me because I was sitting there and I was kind of, you know, going through my phone, looking at Apple Music and things like that. And it was 10 minutes to me, but probably what felt like an eternity to him. So what I decided to do was I just prayed for that man. And I prayed for his wife in that very moment, because I believe whenever you have something dropped into your heart or dropped into your spirit, you should do it in that moment. If you think about somebody who you haven't spoken to in months or years or weeks, and they just drop into your mind, pray for them right away. Call them, send them a text. Hey, thinking about you, pray all as well, whatever. Um, but make sure you at least pray for them in the very moment. And I pray for him because I am certain that he was reviewing every bad scenario that could possibly happen to his wife. And I thought about his contract that he'd entered into with his wife and with his daughter, who was also present, but who had to wait out 
in the emergency room. And I am not newsy, y'all, okay? It was a curtain separating us so I could hear everything that was going on. I was not eavesdropping. Um, but I was just thinking about this, man. And the good thing is before I left, I did hear the doctors celebrating with the husband and assuring him that his wife would be okay. So that was certainly a blessing. But the look in this man's eyes was a look of, I can't do this on my own. I need my wife. And I felt him on that. And I even thought about my own contract. I began to text my wife and let her know how much I loved her and just how much I appreciated her. Because even before I left the house to go to the emergency room, because you know with COVID, you can only go, depending on what state you live in, only you can go into the hospital if you're the one being treated. So that's how it is here where I live. I was the only one able to go in as the patient. So she stayed home. And of course, we have two small children. So somebody needed to stay with them. But even before I left, I wasn't even thinking about it. But she grabbed my hand. We circled up with our children and she prayed that I would be okay. And by God's grace, I am okay. Um... So back to the contract, we have entered into a contract with these people that we love, with the people who love us, with the people we have vowed to take care of. But every time we neglect taking care of ourselves, guess what we do, fellas? We break the contract every single time. Every single time you get that headache and you do nothing about it, you're breaking the contract. Every single time you don't feel well, but you get up and you go to work anyway, you're breaking the contract. Let me see. There are sick days for a reason. Take one. There are vacation days for a reason. Take one. Now, I know right now, if you are someone who's blessed enough um, and fortunate enough to work from home, it might not seem like it makes sense to take a, a, a sick day because you um are working from home. So I completely get that. If you're working from home and you can make it so that you can still take care of yourself and get your work done, okay, cool. I feel you. I'm working from home. So I understand it. Um, but if you're not able to work from home and you don't feel good and you have your sick days, take them, use them, okay? Um, and, and, and use them wisely. Use them to go to the doctor. Use them when you don't feel good. Um, and use them to take care of your family members and your loved ones. And know what, what you have. Know, know that you have a, a variety of different kinds of days. If you don't know all the days you have, I encourage you to reach out to your human resources representative to find out. But again, don't break the contract. Take care of yourself. And it's funny because when I first brought the idea of this episode, don't break the contract, up to my wife, I told her I wasn't completely sure about how I would address this subject. And she told me, she said, baby, she said, talk about how you would never call the doctor when you felt sick. Talk about how you wouldn't take a Tylenol when you had a headache because you said you hadn't eaten yet. Talk about how you'd say, oh, I'll sleep it off. I don't need the doctor. And of course... In that moment, I kind of looked at her like, you sure do know how to kill a brother's dream, right? <laughs> and 
Um, I was like, you know, that, that didn't help me, babe. I was just like, okay, um, yeah, you gave me nothing. But then like a woman does, she said to me, but then talk about how you changed all of that and began making those appointments. How you began honoring the contract we entered into when we got married. Before we had children, when we were two and not four, and the contract dress grows, and she said, talk about that. Let them know. Take care of yourself. Let them know it's actually cool. It's actually a good thing to pick up the phone and make a doctor's appointment. Talk about that. And that's just what we did just now. We just talked about that. Now, ladies... You're under contract also. You just tend to historically take better care of yourselves than we men do. But I believe times are changing. Men are beginning to take better care of ourselves. And I believe that is only going to continue because we know how serious the contract is. We know the importance of holding up our end of the agreement and we are going to do just that. But we are going to need your help. We are not going to be perfect overnight. We are not going to go from not calling the doctor today to calling the doctor tomorrow. We're still going to need your guidance. We're still going to need your help. We're still going to need your belief in us. We're still going to need you to nag us just a little bit. Not during the game, though. (laughs) No, 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 I'm joking. But listen... Gentlemen, please know that it is important that we take care of ourselves. Our families, our friends, those people who love us, they need us here. They need us right here by their side. They need us right here having their front. They need us right here having their back. They need us right here encouraging them, our daughters, our sons. They need us right here, our wives, our mothers. They need us right here. They need us right here. And one way that we can continue to ensure that we stay right here is to take care of ourselves. If you're feeling depressed, contact a mental health professional. Talk to them. I doubt it anybody will look at you differently for doing that. If you're sick and you don't usually get sick and you just know something's just not right, call the doctor. Make a doctor's appointment. If you have a headache, take an aspirin. If you don't usually get headaches and you're like, this one is different, call the doctor. Listen, that's why you have health care. If you don't have health care, there are many different opportunities out there to have those hospital bills covered for you for free just google it and you'll be able to find it we go on the internet for everything else we got to go on the internet to take care of ourselves because again we've entered into a contract now you might be thinking i'm not a husband i'm not a i'm not a i'm not a dad i don't have any kids okay what about your parents what about your aunties and your uncles What about your friends? What about those associates who care about you, who call to check on you? What about them? You've entered into a contract with them. 
We're all in a contract with somebody. What about that person you're dating? You're in a contract with them. They care about you. What about that person you're courting? You're in a contract with them. They care about you. Every single person roaming this earth has somebody who cares about them. And if you can't think of anybody that you're in a contract with, guess what? You're in a contract with me because I care about you. I think about you. Even if we've never met, I think about each and every person who has downloaded this podcast. Each and every person who listens to this podcast on a daily basis, all 2,500 of you, and I just pray that only continues to grow. Each and every one of you in the United States. Each and every one of you in the United Kingdom. Each and every one of you in Mexico. Each and every one of you in Brazil. Each and every one of you in the Netherlands. Each and every one of you in Germany. Each and every one of you in Canada. Each and every one of you in Ireland. Each and every one of you, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. I love you in real life. Don't break the contract. Peace. Words of my brother Terry, a message for you haters. Understand me, you fit. Adversity reveals genius. Prosperity conceals it. Please believe it. So I'm a spit lyrics up, keep it bulimic. And I'ma always be me, I keep it a hundred, I mean it. Adversity reveals genius. Prosperity conceals it. Please believe it. So I'm a spit lyrics up, keep it bulimic. And I'ma always be me, I keep it a hundred, I mean it. If you've enjoyed this episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast, I ask that you just do me a quick favor. I ask that you would subscribe to the podcast i ask that you would tell a friend about the podcast and i ask that you would leave a comment about this episode letting me know what you like and if there was something that you didn't like hey let me know that also and if you want to join the conversation just go ahead and shoot me a quick email at beyond the coffee table at outlook.com i love you and i appreciate you in real life peace